1: Hey all welcome to the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. Today, my co-host Meg Murray is unavailable this week, so that means you are going to be put up with a whole Scottish four slash international affair because I am joined by my fellow countryman and fellow colleague at the UK Cowboys, Mr Lauren Callan. How are we doing, my man?
2: Oh, I'm not doing too badly, thanks Paul, and thanks for having me
1: on. Uh, not a problem, man. Not a problem because it'll be a wee bit different setting because we're always used to being on the UK Cowboys. So this is your first appearance on the World's team. So welcome, my man. Welcome. Um we so one my, of these
2: days, one of these days I'll get on with Meg. I've not managed to make it on
1: neither on the UK Cowboys or on this. So. We, we'll make sure that will happen. We'll make sure that we'll make that happen. Um, so just uh I'll be apologies for um uh, our friends across the uh, well when, when I say it, friends across the pond. Uh, we're the ones across the pond, essentially. So, unfortunately, we can't give you subtitles because it's an audio format. So, uh, we'll try and talk as slowly as we can, <laughs> just for just for all your listening pleasure. So, um, so, um, so, in the world of the Cowboys Nation, there's actually been a few wee things that have been happening recently. Um, so, we'll start off with uh, Mike McCarthy. Um, he's been hit with a 100k fine. And he's and we've been docked an OTA for 2023 um, due to I think it was like um, high level of physicality during uh, OTAs or something like that. I believe that was the report. Um, let me just double check that. Yeah,
2: I believe I believe it's something of that description. It's but when you when you hear why we were docked one this year, um, you know, obviously that was the the post that was put out last year, which you saw. Uh, cd lamb going up and making the acrobatic catch and it was deemed that that was a bit too physical and that's what caused us to lose an Ota this year yeah um it is. It is a bit of the NFL gone
1: mad, I think. But um... it, it really is going back to that um, definition of the NFL right now. They really are really wanting to push themselves as the no fun league right now. They really do, and that is no—that yeah. is no pun intended. We're we're being really serious about us. Um, so so uh, so we're an OTA for next year. Um, obviously, we saw in the reports they were out golfing at Talk Golf for for the team bonding experience, which was good. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, just kind of looking at the article um, made by Todd Archer on ESPN, like, like we were fined fifty thousand dollars last year, and a, and were fined one hundred thousand and have an OT taken for this off season for the same reason um and there was other teams as well they kind of had that similar there's the 49ers and there was Jacksonville uh under Urban Meyer at the time they've kind of went through that same scenario so um but uh kind of leading up going off OTAs and stuff like that what would you say was being your main takeaway so far
2: well, I mean, obviously, you've got to take the OTAs with a pinch of salt. Um, yes. Every, everything that comes out seems to be brilliant news.
1: Um, obviously, <laughs> you're, hearing,
2: yes. you're hearing that Sam Williams is ahead of the curve.
1: Yeah. I, 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 it's so funny that you mentioned that. I know I'm, I I just kind of interrupted you, but it, it kind of leads, leads on what I was about to ask next, actually, is uh, Mike McCarthy's comments about Ezekiel Elliott um, saying he looks as though he's in the best condition he's ever seen him. And again, and I completely agree with you, I'm taking this with a pinch of salt. Like, I hope it's true, but I just don't want to be given that false sense of news where it's going to get my hopes up and thinking, yes, our team's looking great. The next thing we know, we've got that big, massive disappointment. So, and so, but sorry, Lauren, sorry to kind of cut you off there.
2: No, no, I, I completely agree with you, I mean, and I mean, especially if we if we move on to Zeke, as you say, I mean, obviously we haven't seen the videos this year that we saw last year that Zeke was putting out on on social media, showing all the the cuts that he was making, but he certainly does look a lot. Um, again, it's and we briefly discussed this on Thursday night.
1: Yeah, uh, the, uh, yeah. So uh, the theme
2: yeah. is toning toning down, getting lean. Uh, but still having that mass there, you know, it, it's it, it's getting rid of the body fat, basically, the puppy yeah. fat or whatever you want to call it. Um, now, how, how that manages to t- transpose into a 17-game season when, you know, you're taking hits left, right and centre. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I mean, obviously, we, I think he does need to become a bit more of a speed back for the sort of Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy offense that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but as long as he can still, you know, stand in and pass protect as well, blitz pick up, that sort of thing. And if it helps him coming out the backfield to take passes as well, great.
1: Yeah.
2: Anything that he, anything he can do to be more of an elusive player, that would be great.
1: Yeah. just for anyone who is not aware, uh, when Lauren mentioned Thursday night, the, the, we're referencing our uh, the UK Cowboys show, which we do every Thursday night live uh 9 p.m. in the UK time, which is um 3 p.m. Central time. Yep, yep. yep. So um so be sure to go on, guys don't check out UK Cowboys as well. Uh, we have we've, we've uh, got on great. Um with, obviously I'm now here with blogging the boys and that so um a, so yeah um it's it's so weird like like not even just from the whole Ezekiel Elliot point of view where like you mentioned Sam Williams there and we're made we've heard all these reports this way he's looking great etc etc and it kind of goes back to the point I was kind of making it's like I just don't want to be given that that sense of everything's perfect like yeah like I, i'm i'm i just don't really want to be sold on someone and just be left with so much disappointment because it's, it's happened time and time over year after year after year and i just want can we just not try and sell it to us and just actually just show us and make our own personal opinion on it you know what I mean so oh
2: a hundred percent i mean it Every year, this time of year, you you get that sort of hype. I mean, if you think, go back to, um, who was it? Uh, Javan Ward, the guy that we'd picked up from the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rod Marinelli, who was defensive coach at the time. Obviously, he was coming out going, oh yeah, this guy's going to be great. This guy's going to be the next, I don't know, DeMarcus DeMarcus Ware or whatever, you know. Um, Leroy Glover, that sort of thing. And then training camp you never saw anything of him and we ended up cutting him in the last the last week of training camp or
0: hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting
1: Look, even from, even from players that we brought in, like, I'm, I'm going to use, and you know where I'm going to go with this, like, 2020, uh, yeah. a under, like, we had Mike Nolan at the time as our DC there, we brought in, like, uh, Clinton Dix, All right, you, high pro, like, you would say, yeah, high profile name, former first round draft pick, essentially, not even, yep. not even, either cut during camp, pretty much, well, not even before, cut, at, like, at, like, Pretty much, you didn't even see the game, no day time at all, and and we were kind of thinking as fans and the way how the media was saying, it's like, oh, this is a great acquisition for Dallas, blah 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 blah, and obviously uh, there's an app player like I just I don't like talking about him because I was that distrusted at how he performed for Dallas, and that was obviously Don Terry Poe. Um, I will leave it at that because I don't want to say anything too bad could say that still brings back nasty memories that because obviously as for anyone that doesn't know me and myself and Lauren used to play a defensive line and we know like it, it was so frustrating to watch seeing what was feeling before our eyes during that 2020 season in the defense so um but in terms of like other things as well like now we're getting all these reports saying, Yep, Seek's looking sharp, he's looking lean, and Sam Williams is looking like, don't get me wrong, like I'm I'm still gonna be critical of Sam Williams. Like, I know there's still things he needs to improve on. He knows that himself. He even came out and said that, which I completely respect. And and he's starting. he is winning me over so far, but we we can't make any assumptions until we see it during an actual game or scrimmage or something like there's nothing to kind of go based on yet besides drills and that's really not enough to go by so um but yeah so it's it's one of those weird situations where it's just like you're just kind of like i don't want to be sold on it but you just can't help yourself but listen to it like and take it in so
2: yeah I think I think also because you know this is as close. Obviously, we're experiencing withdrawal symptoms. There's, especially oh, for absolutely. us guys across here, we do, we we can't easily access the USFL games. Um, the Canadian Football League started up, so we're able to watch some of that on BT Sport. But you know, other than that, you're not getting a lot of football. So it is trying to keep in. Um, you know, and obviously the hardest part of being a UK. Cowboys fan, and particularly the years that I have, is that you it's know the, it's the time we just difference. We don't, we don't you know. have the access that uh, people on stateside do.
1: Okay, well, it's definitely improved over the years since the introduction of Game Pass, etc. And now that there's other networks that actually are providing um like BBC, for example, of uh, grow coverage of it. Channel Five from time to time covers it. Then you've obviously got Sky Sports, NFL. Um, so you've got like so Jeff Reimbold and Neil Reynolds presenting that. So and um, uh, things are starting to grow here, especially in the United Kingdom. But uh, uh, but what I was going to say, like the hardest thing for us, well f- for me as a UK Cowboys fan, but. Just when you really, but even more spectrum just outside of America, like more towards the European continent, the more like Central Europe, like they're more, are, the time difference is more further back than than we are. Like there could be games where it could be 12 hours difference. For example, if you're watching a game, it's in Seattle time and you're in like so Germany, that's a massive time scale difference. Like, like it's, it's crazy.
2: Oh, I 100%. It's just, just, you know, if you think of us going to bed at 5 o'clock in the morning when when there's a game on, you know, to think in Germany they're going to bed at 6, maybe even 7 o'clock in the morning, you know, and um, that's, that's just crazy for them, so.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny, like, so a our, our good friend uh, within... Uh, uh, and and guest on blogging the boys as well or, as well as on UK Cowboys, uh, Mr. J Tuck, uh, Jordan Tucker. He's currently on holiday at the moment. Um, uh, he's now in the Maldives. He was in Dubai, but he purposely sent a tweet out to say, "Now I know how you guys feel when it comes to the time difference, trying to keep up with all the news, etc." It's like I just and he's like I cannot imagine what it'd be like watching a game with like. Trying to like readjust your your body clock and stuff like that. So he knows what we're going through. So it, it's, yep. it's a bit, so yep. in that way, it's quite appreciative as well. Like like people don't really like, especially like your viewers in, in, in America right now. Like like you have no idea the the what we do like to try and just stay up for a game, especially if it's like Monday night football. We're up to about four five a.m. to watch a football game. And next thing we know, we've got work in two hours' time. So that's the dedication we have over here in the UK and all across Europe. So like I said, this is not just America's team. This is the world's team. So here we go. Um. So, but in other news, uh, uh, my, my boss, RJ, uh, for bloggingtheboys.com, he released an article uh, talking about uh, J- uh, Jerry Jones and the whole Jimmy Johnson situation with regards to the Ring of Honor completely deflected the question again, which again is just so disappointing because we all know Jimmy deserves to be there. And I just I just don't know why Jerry just keeps deflecting it all the time. So it'd be very interesting to see what your thoughts are on it. But if anyone, uh, but before I do, before I let you speak, uh, like guys, be sure everyone check out the article. Our, uh, RJ released a great article uh, explaining what he, he thinks about it and all the, the history between what Jerry said, etc. So be sure everyone to go, go to bloggingtheboys.com and check out the article. I'm sorry, Lauren. So, but, uh, but yeah, give me your thoughts on this, mate.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to happen at some point in time. I think the first thing is it needs to happen. I don't know if when Jimmy was walking out the door um, all those years ago, you know, he's turned around and said, you know, this team's never going to win a Super Bowl once it's been dismantled. And certainly, you know, we seem to be, believe it or not, there, there is a curse or something like that. Um, so, yeah, the sooner we get him in, and uh, you know, we can we, – we can then get back to winning ways and hopefully picking up some silverware. Um, with regards to the actual announcement, I mean, Jerry doesn't normally make announcements at this point in time. It's normally saves it for the first week of training camp. Um, so I would, if it's going to happen, you'll probably see. Something like Jimmy will turn up on that first day, state of state of the union address, and there'll be some announcement there, yeah. much like they did with Darren Woodson a couple of years
1: back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jerry's not doing himself any favor, especially when it comes to the fans, right like, you now, because all the fans would love to see Jimmy Johnson in that ring of honor right now, and and he deserves it. Like, he brought us our most successful years during that whole '90s period. If it wasn't for him. We wouldn't have had my, uh, Michael Orvin being the playmaker that he is. We wouldn't have Troy Aitman, the, the actual commander of that offense, the way he was. And and we had, and and, and obviously, our, uh, one of the greatest running backs of all time, uh, Emmitt Smith, uh, doing what he did best. So, um, and also how he helped put up the great wall of Dallas for all those years of people, eh, like offensive linemen that essentially that no one really wanted all, all over those years. Like you had two and a Stipnosti, like guys that were pretty much like undrafted. So late run draft picks. Like it's like, he completely made that team as an absolute unit, especially from the offensive side of the ball. And he deserves so much more than this. He needs to be in the ring of honor. And yeah, and I think that's, there's no no ifs and buts. Like, once he's in there, I think that will be like that silver lining of, like, now it's all now pieced out. Like, we can now finally move on to it. Like, we're not having to kind of, like, be frustrated about how the politics within, like, you're always going to be frustrated with the front office, regardless of what we do. That's a whole different story. But, yep. but when it comes to the whole Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Johnson situation, I think we just need to, like, get it done so therefore we can actually now fully concentrate on the more important things, and that's getting that Super Bowl going forward.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, Jimmy, obviously, I mean, there's not many coaches probably would have had the balls to trade away your only offensive blue-chip player back in 1989 with Herschel Walker and, you know, let alone pull off the heist that he did with uh, the Minnesota Vikings for that. Um, and you know, obviously, within the his, within the museum parts of the the Star of Frisco, um, you've got a tribute to the trade or, or the the Great Train Robbery, as they call it, as well. Um, that you know, Jimmy's Jimmy appears there. So I mean, Jerry must be must have a level of um, comfort with Jimmy again. Um, it's just a case. I mean, you got to you got to know that. Longtime friends, I mean, th- they'll constantly be talking, they'll say something and, you know, it can be, it, it can exacerbate things and then, you know, it eases off for a period and, you know, just the way you wake up one morning and decide, yeah, this is it, we're putting them
1: in or whatever. Yeah, um, finally, so, and, and we'll finish this uh, episode of the World's Team on a good note, is uh, we've just, uh, this literally just kind of came in is um, that our uh, Dallas Cowboys, when I was talking about the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, offensive line, the wall of Great Wall of Dallas, Mr. Yep. Mr. Nate Newton is going to be entering the BCF Hall of Fame. Very good. Yep. So that's just been announced. So uh, former Florida a superstar and Dallas Cowboys Pro Bowl and Nate Newton will be enshrined in the BCF Hall of Fame and a, who first appeared in the HBCU game day um so we'll try and find out more information now but it just literally got tweeted out a couple of moments ago so massive congratulations to Nate Newton on that one I've had the pleasure of actually being on blogging uh, no, a no blogging the boys uh, hanging with the boys with it's boys. getting so confusing uh, hanging <laughs> on the boys in the Dallas Cowboys network uh, a couple of years ago and we ended up having a great laugh and uh yeah it's just such a lovable guy so he deserves it and yeah so, but yeah, we'll, we'll finish that off for this episode of The Waters Team. Um, Lauren, how, how can people uh, find you on social media? Uh,
2: on social media, I'm at Lauren Callaghan, that's L-O-R-N-E-C-A-L-L-A-G-H-A-N. Both on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram as well.
1: Not that I use that that much. Awesome. And guys, you can come follow me at the IMP Stu on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, be sure to go uh, check out bloggingtheboys.com and be sure to go check out there uh, all the other shows that's coming up as well. You've got the old show, you've got the uh, first, uh, first and ten. Uh, you've man, we've got so much content coming in every day. Be sure to go and check it out. Well for that note, it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from Lauren. Have a good one, guys. Yep. Thanks for having me, Paul. Thanks, man. Thanks again, mate. Have a good one guys. See you later.